people loved it people were you know leaving there feeling armed and tooled ready to go and smash their business motivated just just amazing feedback and we've got so many people that came to 2019 event coming to the 2022 event I'm Becca Poutney, wedding business marketing expert, speaker and blogger, and you're listening to the Wedding Pros Who Are Ready to Grow podcast. I'm here to share with you actionable tips, strategies and real life examples to help you take your wedding business to the next level. If you are an ambitious wedding business owner that wants to take your passion and use it to build a profitable, sustainable business doing what you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get going with today's episode. Today, I'm joined by Katie and Roxy from the Wedding Business Hub. Having built their own bridal boutique from the ground up 12 years ago, they now run a wedding industry community and WedCon, an annual wedding conference for wedding professionals, which I'm delighted to be speaking at again this year. They're best friends who work together and who both love weddings. Katie and Roxy, welcome to the podcast. Hi, we're so excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. I am very excited to have you here, especially because we've had so many technical meltdowns trying to get all of us in the same place at the same time. So I'm thrilled that we've managed to get us all together. Now, I gave you a bit of an intro there, but it would be great to know a little bit more about each of you. So why don't you start each of you by telling me, how did you end up in the wedding industry in the first place? Sure. So I started in the wedding industry, yeah, about 12 years ago and kind of, kind of probably like a lot of your listeners, actually. Uh, I'm one of those people that was getting married myself and I saw a gap in the market. So I started um, a little bit of background about me. I'd left my job, had a baby at home. My husband was working, husband to be was working. And um, when we got engaged and we were planning our wedding, um, the price of kind of things was like all tightening up and getting a little bit much and with only one income coming into the into the family to kind of plan our wedding and I was kind of looking for a wedding dress and I was like wow the, these are a lot uh, I'm, I'm way out of my budget at the time so at the time sort of 12-15 years ago there's lots more options now but you had kind of two options one of the one of it was like you hoped for the best and ordered from eBay and you just fingers crossed it turned up what it looked like from from China or you bought secondhand and then you had the problems of kind of alterations if it didn't fit if it was dry cleaned etc so I kind of thought oh god there's got to be a better way to do this now I ended up managing to source my own dress for a few hundred pounds brand new and it was like a next sample gown and I thought right there's got to be a market for this so I actually was a teacher pre setting up a business and kind of getting back into teaching wasn't um wasn't viable with a baby at home and my husband worked long hours as well so I was looking for something to do to use my brain thought about starting a business I'd I'd got some experience um in the past running businesses for other people so so I was thinking about it and then I just thought right there's got to be a market for this so I tested it out I, I started my business running it from my bedroom at home I used to have brides come in and try on wedding dresses in my bathroom and then I thought right if um if I can sell from home, then I need to get a shop. And yeah, so that's what happened. And then Roxy kind of came in because uh, we were getting busier and I needed some staff. So Roxy kind of came in and within three months, she was full time and, and pretty much running the shop. Um, and then we, we grew that business together to be a six figure business from getting from getting the shop within two years. So the, yeah, that was something that we were really incredibly proud of. And then from from that, what happened was, we were, were getting quite a lot of traction on social media um, 
that was kind of our strong point. We were kind of in that Facebook age where Facebook was exploding. We really understood that because we're of that kind of Facebook gen. Um, and we were getting kind of lots and lots of video video views on our Facebook lives. We were getting lots and lots of um, followers and likes. And other wedding professionals were kind of coming into the shop, sitting down, asking us how we were doing it a lot. And it was getting to this point where it was a little bit unbalanced. And I kept wanting somewhere to be able to go, like once a month, go and meet all of these wedding pros, tell them kind of, they could help me out with some of the issues that I was facing. I would be able to network with them, tell them about what I was doing in, in our shopping in Houston at the time. And they could pick my brain on what they wanted to do. And then I could kind of breathe and crack on with my job again. Um, but what was kind of happening, there was nowhere like that. So wedding professionals were kind of coming into the shop. It got nicknamed Social Club, didn't it, Roxy? Because we'd always have somebody kind of sat at my desk. Um, and then and then I would have to put in those hours at home. And it was becoming really, really unbalanced. And it got to the point where we couldn't kind of balance the two. So I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book at home as to how we've grown so big um, on social media and all of the techniques that I'm kind of telling everybody anyway and then wedding suppliers have got a really low cost way of just accessing that information and then I don't need to sit here and talk for hours and hours on end and it was happening at wedding fairs we were going to as well so I kind of wrote that book in the March of 2019 and we'd set up a little Facebook community as well because I thought right okay I can hop on a live and let's just ask wedding pros if kind of coming together online and networking is something they want to do and within the first three weeks, we've got about 3,000 members in the group. And we've taken more in the book sales than we've done in the bridal shop in a month period. And that was where me and Roxy kind of looked at each other and was like, right, OK. Um, especially with the balance at home as well. So I, at this point, kind of 10 years on, I was um, divorced now. I've got two children at home and I was a single parent to those. And the balance of kind of childcare. I was just constantly tired, constantly exhausted, and I had no work-life balance at all. I actually made myself really, really ill. So it was a case of I knew I couldn't take on another business as well as run the bridal shop. And um, the wedding business hub, it was called the Wedding Supply Network then, was just overtaking and just becoming this big, bigger and bigger and bigger thing. And when we had events running in kind of seven places in the UK within sort of two months, that we just kind of made the decision, didn't we, Roxy? We looked at each other and were like, yeah, we, we need to kind of do this full time. Incredible story. Very similar, actually, to my own story, which I love. Because sometimes a business, you don't set out to start on a business journey. The business journey kind of takes you. And that's exactly what's happened to me and exactly what's happened to you guys as well. So for you, Roxy, then, obviously, Katie said you came in to work in the bridal business, first of all. Like, why weddings for you? Okay, so my story, oh, it's a little bit different to yours, isn't it, Katie? Actually, listening to all of that makes me realise that how much we have achieved in such a small amount of time. I was like, oh, I feel a little bit emotional. Okay, so um, my journey started, so I was a young mum, I had two young babies, I was, I was a stay-at-home mum and I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was fulfilling my life. It's like I need, I need to find a way, like to not just be a mom, but to be Roxy, to be me. Um, and I saw an advert, um, actually on Facebook, funnily enough, <laughs> on um on social media for um a part time. I think it was only a Saturday girl at the time. Bridal shop kind of job application went in, so I applied. Um, met Katie, and 
that changed the rest of my life. Since that moment, literally my life has completely changed. I went from having two young boys, being a young mum, low confidence. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I said, like I was fulfilling anything in my life. <laughs> so I went on from be, being a Saturday girl to working full time to then managing the shop, having a successful business alongside Katie. I would have never have thought that I would be where I am today, actually, if if I look back on my life. Um, I think for me, listen, interrupts you there. So she came into the shop with a stammer. She couldn't speak. She wouldn't answer the phone. She wouldn't <laughs> hold an appointment with people. I used to have to, I went from running all the appointments and I just yeah. needed to answer the phone, really, and man reception. And then it got to a level where I, I like business and I always kind of said, I'm a business person. So it was never my intention to just have one shop. So I always used to say to the team, we, we had Roxy and five of the girls, that at some point I would move on and, and the shop would, would kind of run without me. So we were kind of gearing Roxy up to take on more and more responsibility. And you've gone from this person that um, had a stammer and was petrified to answer the phone. She, would, she wouldn't answer the phone and she would kind of put it in my hand as it rang to she's appeared on Netflix on Don't Tell the Bride. She's, you know, been on This Morning. There's radio interviews. There's so much that we've achieved, haven't we, Roxy? Yeah, kind of yeah. Short space of time. So, yeah, I'm proud of you. Thank you very much. It, it seems like until I speak it out loud like this, like it almost gets forgotten about, doesn't it? Because we just kind of are focusing on like the here and now and the future. When I actually look at the, the past and the journey that I've been on, yeah, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> well, you should both be very proud of yourselves. And I love that your heart as well, Katie, to talk with Roxy about how you've kind of seen her transform over that. And I know that probably translates into what you do now with the wedding pros as well. It definitely does for me because there's nothing better than seeing someone go on that journey. And if people are listening now, and I know there will be people listening who feel unconfident, feel like they can't achieve anything, look around at other people in the industry and think I'll never be as good as them. Well, just listen to the story that Roxy's just shared with you about how she took one little step, one little opportunity. And as she said herself, it's completely transformed her life. And I don't know about you guys, but whenever I see a wedding pro that I've worked with do really great things I feel like a proud mum do you feel the same yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I love it and actually we save them to our phone don't we so those little messages that they send us that I said oh girls we've we've hit a sale or we've booked 10 weddings since speaking to you or whatever it is you know what I did my work first wedding first day or even something as simple as I, I contacted a venue we save them to our phone and we play them back to us because you don't always have like great days or days where you're a little bit demotivated or especially the winter months I am a summer baby I live for the sunshine so we save them don't we and then they're there in a little folder on our phones that just kind of like uh yeah definitely get that Becca that's a great tip. And again, if people are listening, I've seen suppliers who keep all of their thank you cards and have them somewhere in their office. So when they're having that down moment, they can glance up and remember all those individuals. I saw something on Instagram uh, just last week about how not to let one bad customer ruin every good customer you've ever had. And I think we're really it's really easy for us to do that in the wedding industry. And so that little tip about saving those testimonials is so important. Now, you guys are out there in the wedding industry a bit like I am all of the time. What are you seeing down on the ground at the moment? What are wedding pros struggling with as they go into the end of this year and into next year? I think two things. So firstly, what we're seeing a lot of is a lot of burnt out suppliers. So we had this period of... Um, 
quiet last year didn't we and this period of uncertainty where we didn't really know what was happening and, and a lot of tough decisions to be made you know in terms of your business in terms of where you want this to go and then all of a sudden boom we're doing three four weddings a week we're on top of that still trying to market our business for next year still got booking inquiries coming in so we're seeing a lot of suppliers that yes that they're bringing in more money than they've bought in um but they're burnt out, they're tired, they're, they are. They need a break. So for those of you listening, thinking, yes, that's me, you know, pat yourself on the back. It's been unprecedented times, hasn't it, for, for everybody. And I don't think enough kind of onus is put on that. Like, we don't have colleagues to kind of support us. And this is what's so important about what we do in terms of um, the networking events and the online networking space that we created one of our values is about bringing people together because self-employment is so lonely. And what we wanted to do is bring people together so that you've got a place, yes, to pick you up, to say, I'm having a struggle with this today. Or do you know what? I signed a new contract with um, a client. I raised my prices. They booked the top package, whatever it is. But also those hand-holding moments, whereas if you worked for somebody else, you'd get a boss or a manager or a colleague that would be able to kind of support you in those moments. So yeah, pat yourself on the back. It's been, re- it's been so tough. You're almost at the end of kind of um, this challenge. And the second thing that we are kind of seeing is this um, internal battle in terms of we know that we've got another rocky period ahead with cost of living crisis um, and suppliers thinking about, right, I want to raise my prices. I need to raise my prices because my mortgage is going up, the petrol is going up, you know, everything's going up in her, at home, but are my um, clients going to be able to afford me? So they're the kind of things that we're finding, aren't we, Roxy? Kind of just navigating people's brands and um, pricing, the packages that they offer, maybe the way they take their payments and just kind of um, positioning that a little bit better for clients to be able to, to book. Um, yeah, what about you, Becca? Let me throw that one back to you. <laughs> yeah, so for me, I'm seeing that there's been this massive boom in the industry, as we we're just talking about, everyone had that rollover from COVID. And I think some people have kind of sat back on their laurels and thought, great, well, I'm really successful now. And now they're looking ahead to next year and the year after the diary's looking quieter and they're panicking and they've realized actually I've dropped the ball on networking. I've dropped the ball on training. I've dropped the ball on marketing. I've dropped the ball on social media because I've been so busy doing all those, those things. So my message has kind of been, okay, that's fine. We're here where we are now. If that's how you're feeling, let's not sit in that feeling, but let's do something proactive to change that so if you are feeling quiet for next year what are you doing proactively to get out there and meet other suppliers or venues what are you doing proactively to invest in yourself and your business training what are you doing proactively to get someone to manage your social media because you don't have the time to do it and I think there's that kind of we're in that kind of in-between feeling between feeling really booked and then suddenly panicking for next year how about you Roxy so the the things that I was going to touch on, Katie exactly hit the nail on the head, and that's we have this like unspoken like we think the same. We are we like one person, but but with two people. But what I think is exactly what you said there, Becca. Like sometimes you have to take a look at your business and what's going on, and if you can't manage everything, is it a case of you've got to outsource it, get your social media management done, like get get somebody in to do that, so that frees up time for you to be able to focus on other things 
I mean, when we were in the bridal shop, we were very guilty of being busy, 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 and then letting the marketing fall off. And that is something that we have learned. And and what we like to say to everybody now is consistency all of the time. That's your marketing has got to be consistent because when those busy periods are done and you've got no bookings in, that's when, you know, it becomes quite real, doesn't it? Casey, are you going to say something else? Oh, no, I was just going to say that obviously we have this transitional um, industry. You know, our client comes in, we work with them, they go. And yes, we might get a bridesmaid come through the door that's kind of heard of us or the bride might recommend us. But, you know, we constantly have this churn of clients coming in and we need to be thinking about that next person. And Roxy just said it, you know, we did it a lot in the bridal shop. We were so busy, heads down, in the grit of our business with bookings through the door and just not being able to breathe. And then looking at the diary two, three months, four months ahead and thinking, okay, where's, where are the wages coming in for then? So, um, yeah, schedule your social media, get into a flow of your marketing that you, that works for you, whatever that is, if that's networking, if that's meeting venues, if that's social media, wherever your client is, Pinterest, um, and just make sure it's all, and, and don't drop the ball now because, you know, what tends to happen is people think, okay, I'm going to be busy for the next this these next three months so I'm going to schedule all my social media for the next three months and then they don't really pick it up again when it comes to the case of the weddings are off they think great I can breathe the kids are back at school now I can have a little bit of me time and yeah it doesn't take much does it for kind of the socials to go quiet for the bookings to kind of um thin out and you know that next client hasn't heard of you yet so those people that are getting engaged over the next few months we need you front and center so that that people pay attention. Absolutely. One thing I often say to my clients is Coca-Cola never stop advertising. Like literally the whole world, we all know what Coca-Cola is. We've all drunk it or seen it in the shop, yet they're still marketing. So we as little wedding businesses who most of the world don't know who we are need to keep on marketing. Now, I spoke at the beginning of the episode about your event, WedCon, which is coming up quite soon. I'm very excited about it. Now, I spoke at the first WedCon back in 2019. So when you uh, together came up with this event, what was your vision for it? What was the heart behind it? Why did you decide to put WedCon on? It's all right. I was going to say, what what we've done is we've seen other industries have kind of these conferences and events where people came together and there wasn't really anything kind of business specific for wedding businesses out there so you could kind of go to networking events and you know meet a plumber or a website designer or a developer or somebody to SEO but as a bridal shop I wanted to meet venue owners photographers videographers all the people that kind of came before me in the chain that would be able to recommend you know, my services and my bridal shop too. And and similarly, the people after me that brides were always asking us, weren't they, Roxy? Like, I need a cake maker, I need a stationer, whatever it is, and we would be able to kind of recommend some people. And there wasn't really, we weren't getting anything out of networking events. So I was kind of standing there for two hours, being sold at, and it was kind of hit and miss, potluck if I was going to find somebody there that was getting married. And... um I wanted to do networking, I really did, but I just found it wasn't working for me and I was a single parent. Um, so yeah, we decided, right, okay, we need to put on these events. So we were, we started to put on local networking events and they really hit off quite quickly. Within sort of four months, we had like 27 areas in the UK covered. And we were starting to look abroad. We'd got um, 
businesses in Australia asking us if they could put on similar events in Australia. And then we thought, right, okay, wouldn't this be great if we could kind of pull everybody together for one event where we give you wedding business specific training. So not anything that you've got to go and listen to and then adapt it to kind of the seasonal client that we've got or um, kind of come and adapt it to kind of the language that brides want to use or the creativity of the industry that we're in. We wanted everything to be specific tailored to the wedding industry so that people didn't really have to go and do that adding up themselves when they got home so yeah we actually planned this in crazy time I think the idea kind of first came to us in the May and we put it on in the November so it was kind of crazy rapid speed that we were like yes let's go for it um we found a venue in kind of like the middle of nowhere in the East Midlands that was, <laughs> that was not in. She's like yes it was in the middle of nowhere um and yeah, we had a, you know, we learned a lot. This is the first time we'd ever put on an event on this kind of scale. And we learned a lot, didn't we, Roxy? But um, the feedback wholly was like really good. People really enjoyed it. They found great takeaways. You had a queue kind of out the door for people wanting to talk to you, didn't you? You did, didn't you? I remember you were thinking Becca's never going to get home. <laughs> I did. That is true. But it was a great, it was a great day. It was great to see people coming together who hadn't maybe come to something like that before, yeah. who hadn't got together on that scale before. And for you, Roxy, did you get feedback after the event? What takeaways did people take away? Did you see people have business results as a result of coming to WedCon? Yeah, I think kind of before WedCon, um, the industry had not seen an event like this. So um, it was very, very, you know, nice to see people booking tickets, people come in and then on the day and after, um, lots of feedback, people loved it. People were, you know, leaving there feeling armed and tooled, ready to go and smash their business, motivated, just, just amazing feedback. And we've got so many people that came to 2019 event coming to the 2022 event gosh it seems a long time ago now we've had a big break in between but we we are ready it's going to be an incredible day it's going to be amazing I think what was nice to see as well were these people that are kind of chatted online and a lot yeah we've got a community of over 10,000 people so it was a little bit overwhelming for us wasn't it Roxy because everybody knew us yes and I was like you know when someone says your name in the supermarket and you're like where do I know you from we had that feeling a lot on the day where people knew everything (laughs) about us and we were just like hi so it was a little bit it was overwhelming it was so nice to put um like faces to names so nice yeah it's it's amazing to meet people in real life because for me, online community is incredible. It brings people together all around the world. But again, for me, nothing beats seeing people in person. And that's what I'm excited about for WedCon this year. And obviously you've had a break from WedCon, not due to yourselves, but due to all of the world events going on. But you are back this November. So in Birmingham, which is less in the middle of nowhere, which I'm thrilled about because <laughs> I can find Birmingham and I can stay in Birmingham very easily. So it's in Birmingham on the 9th of November this year 2022 I'm going to be there speaking all about blogging who else have you got speaking what else can people expect from the day so we have got an amazing lineup this year we're so proud and we we actually were inundated with people wanting to speak so we've really had our pick of the bunch haven't we and we've been able to think about what our community needs we've asked people what they wanted this year and what people wanted to put into their business so we have got 
um, yourself coming back, Becca, which we're so excited about. We've got Terry Lewis coming back as well. And this year, he's talking about something that me and Roxy know a lot of, and that's diversifying your income, especially with what everybody has been through in the past two years. He's going to be talking about how he has diversified his um, income and why um, relying on one income alone probably isn't the way to go um, mm -hmm. for a sustainable business. We have got um, Rin Hamburg, she's going to be talking all about writing copy that converts, how to brand your business uh, and looking all about um, your messaging and how that gets across to your ideal client. We've got Anna Cordelia talking about raising your prices, haven't we? And charging your worth as well. And really sharing her motivating journey and how now she manages to run many successful businesses. And she does about four weddings a year now, uh, charging top premium prices. And that is one that we're really going to be looking forward to. Uh, we have got Robin Way. He's also going to be talking about pricing. He's coming at it with a little bit of a different angle. Um, He's a really, really good speaker and bless him. He's having an operation the week before, isn't he, Roxy? And he's coming. And he's still coming. So he's still coming um, with his boot on. He's going to have a boot on his leg, bless him. Um, but we're so, so excited. Yeah. Um, we've also got Jackie Hale. Now, Jackie Hale runs a successful wedding business and she also coaches as well. And she's going to be talking about the 10 steps you need to have a successful wedding business and she's going to really have a focus on marketing on that and what's the trends coming up for the rest of this year and for next year as well so that you can get ahead in your business we've got you coming to talk all things blogging and I'm sure people are going to be able to pick your brains on marketing as well and then we also have got business clinics on the day as well so if people want to drop in say hi to us want us to have a look at over their social media we've got an seo guy simon hogburn there as well so if you want to come and just show him your website all included in the price so you're not going to have to pay anything for that so i would definitely encourage you if you are coming and you've got a little niggle use us we're yes. there to be used come and chat to us come and ask us don't go away and, and regret it and think oh god i wish i'd asked that question um the speakers will be there all day so you'll be able to network with them as well and we have got uh, networking opportunities, little games thrown in. Becca, I know that you said you were going to put something together for us, so we're really looking forward to that. And do you know what? The best thing we're looking forward to, when you hit the nail on the head there, Becca, when you said about having an event in real life and getting back in the room with like-minded people, there is nothing like it. And honestly, like we went to an event last week and you just leave buzzed, oh. up, buzzed, motivated, wanting to implement things in your business. And we can't wait for people to kind of get that takeaway this year. It sounds incredible. I can't wait to be there. I know that you've got a really great lineup of speakers. And I know that, again, that you've learned from the last event and that you're going to be back bigger and better. Oh, Roxy, yes. Roxy, if people are on the fence, if they're thinking about coming, but they're not sure, maybe they're a bit nervous about coming on their own. What would you say to people who are thinking about it? Even if you are very, very nervous, let me say throughout of my journey from being from having low confidence, I would not even say boot to a goose, and that is not an exaggeration um, to where I am now. Every single time I've nudged myself to do something that I wasn't sure about doing or I've managed to talk myself out of doing, I have not regretted it. And I have come out of whatever that is what I was trying to do or going to be doing, and I've come out of it a better person, learning more, and I've never regretted one minute. So just so just come along. We, um, last Wedcon 2019, there were lots of people that were unsure that came on their own. 
everybody is welcome we can buddy you up with somebody if that's something that you want to do honestly like we are all about inclusivity bringing people together in a you know a positive way and we want you to succeed in your business and not only that Becca but at the end of WedCon 2022 we're gonna have a little celebration so we'll everyone who's got tickets invited to come and have a little drink with us cheers you know cheers to the industry because it's been a tough couple of years and we just want an excuse to have a drink let's just like (laughs) (laughs) it's almost Christmas by the time (laughs) it's going to be great and it's going to be a great opportunity for people to get together in a room think about business and exactly as Katie and Roxy have said if you are thinking about coming along to that event come with a purpose come expecting Mm -hmm. to meet new people come with an open heart and an open mind to what you're going to learn and also come prepared with questions you've got Katie and Roxy in the room talk about your social media you've got this SEO expert come with your SEO questions, come find me, talk marketing all day. I'm more than happy to do that. You're going to get so much more for your ticket price than just the speaking alone. Now I was having a look at your website. You guys have got two ticket options available for this year's WedCon. Katie, do you want to just explain to me what the differences are between those tickets and roughly how much people would be expecting to pay? Okay. So your standard entry ticket and, um, all tickets are limited. VIP is super, super limited. So I'll get onto that in a minute. Um, standard ticket is about £59. Um, for that, you get access to the whole event. So we wanted to keep this price. We've actually kept the price since 2019 when we first put on the event because we've had a rough couple of years. So we're set to come out of this just breaking even, aren't we, Roxy? And we had a really long discussion about this, but we felt that that was right for the industry at this time. And, you know, we're going to come with our social media books. So if you want to thank us, buy our book <laughs> at the end of the day. But for that, you're going to get access to all of the speakers. You're going to be able to drop into the marketing clinics as well. We're in the centre of Birmingham, so there is a break for lunch and you're able to go off and have lunch. You're going to get um, networking opportunities. And then we throw in some tea and coffee, don't we? Because what's an event without some tea and coffee? So tea and coffee is on us as well for the day. Um, for the VIP price, you get everything you get in standard entry, but you also get a um, book goodie bag so that's filled with some of our favorite business books. And also um, some of our speakers have written some books and, and they're going to be in there as well. You get priority seating, priority queue jump and you also get your lunch included and that's a um, a lunch with the speakers as well so you're able to kind of go into that breakout room with the speakers kind of continue your development continue your learning and uh vip price is 90 pounds isn't it roxy but we have got like less than four tickets remaining on vip so we we're coming up to kind of the last push for ticket sales now um and yeah, we wanted to keep, well, tickets are limited anyway, but we wanted to keep, we didn't know what we'd be looking at. Um, November last year was Omicron and everything that was kind of happening. So we made the decision to keep this um, smaller than we could have made it, couldn't we, Roxy? But it, that's in order to keep everybody safe. So that if we do need to kind of introduce any sort of socially distancing yeah. areas or anything like that, that we can do that. So um, yeah, there's only four VIP tickets available. So if you're somebody that doesn't want to leave and you want to get your lunch included and you kind of want those extra bits and bobs in the goodie bags, the goodie bags are decent this year, aren't they, Roxy? We took the we took the feedback on the goodie bags last year and we were like, right, we want to make these so good this year. And um, yeah, you get that kind of time with the speakers as well. So yeah, they're, they're the options. Um, and like we said, if you want to get a ticket, 
now's the time to go and get one. I think it's incredibly good value for what people get. I think for that level of industry event, it's really good value. And I think, to be honest, if you're listening to this and you're on the fence, pay the money because I guarantee you will get more than £59 worth of value from one of the speakers, let alone all of the speakers together, plus Katie and Roxy and their business clinics as well. All of the links for the tickets are in the show notes below this episode. So do go and grab your ticket for WedCon this year. I would love to see you in Birmingham this November. Let's catch up over a cup of tea and talk all things marketing. So go to the show notes now and grab your ticket. And if you've got any questions about the event, either reach out to me or I'm sure you can reach out to Katie and Roxy. Where's the best place for people to find you? Uh, you can come and find us on Instagram. So Wedding Business Hub over on Instagram. You can kind of join our Facebook group, Wedding Business Hub. You can drop us an email, whatever it is. You can reach us, can't you, Roxy? We're all over, all of the socials. Um, but yeah, if you've got a question, absolutely get in touch. We'd be more than happy to kind of put you in the right direction or buddy you up with somebody like Roxy said. Um, yeah, we're so excited. We can't so I, I can't tell you how excited we are. Honestly, as the days draw closer, we're like, and we're kind of ordering light and finalizing things for the day oh my gosh it's so excited it's been a long time coming and I know yes. it's going to be an absolutely incredible day now before I let you two go I always end my podcast with the same question so I'm going to come to you first Roxy and then you Katie and the question is what is the one thing in business that you wish you had known sooner Roxy oh, and this is something that I always say to people um you can watch Netflix and be successful. <laughs> there is no need to have this business hustle, the burnout. You've got to find that balance. So yeah, you can watch Netflix and be successful. Love that because I watch a lot of Netflix. So I'm pleased that you freed me up from that guilt. And Katie, how about you? Um, for me, I think um, I was very much uh, very tight on where I spent my money when I was first in business. Very much wanted to kind of graft and find everything out myself the hard way and kind of get on google and find all the answers for myself but sometimes and actually more so this year when we have invested in ourselves whether that has been a book whether that has been working with a coach whether that has been going to an event and we went to an event last week that cost hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds we find that we action the stuff quicker we get bigger results in our business and we make more money and uh, more profitable so um i wish really i had you know dove in two feet forward and kind of invested a little bit quicker in my business and, and realized that it was okay to outsource things I didn't need to do everything myself and um yeah I could have learned and got got the things done quicker by just kind of mm -hmm. investing and, and asking for some help yes so true ladies thank you for your time I'm glad we got the technology to work and we could be together and I'll see you both in Birmingham in November thanks Becca thank you thank you if you think WedCon sounds like the kind of event you want to be going to to help you grow your wedding business, then I would absolutely love to see you there in November. I'm going to be there as a guest speaker speaking all about blogging and why blogging is a great strategy for your business and how to do it successfully. I'm also going to be around all day so you can come and chat to me about your marketing questions and just hang out. So if you want to get a ticket to that event and come and see me speak, you can find the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time. <laughs>